Hi, I'm Sarah Adams, and welcome to Cosmic Conversations. Today we have a lovely guest, and she's Sabrina Denito. And I'm so happy to have her on this show. And she's going to talk to us about her awakening, her beautiful book that she just wrote, and many other things. So this is going to be a great podcast. Thank you for being on my show. Thank you, Sarah. It's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> so tell me, you know, how did you wake up? Um, just tell me about that journey, because I know that a lot of people are waking up right now. And I love hearing how people, you know, are waking up around the planet. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And I feel like many things have triggered it. And I'd really love to know that about you. Yeah. Um, well, I would say that in, it all started for me around 2005, 2008, that I started to really feel called to work around light bodies, ascension techniques, and I started to um, um, interest myself in those areas. So in 2012, I became a Merkaba teacher. So oh, I was teaching um, Ascension classes and um, I've always been working with clients as well in um, I would say deepening uh, their um, their contact with their soul essence. Uh, so I've been doing body work and through working with clients, um, my contacts with spirits, I awakened uh, more and more during all these years. I think that is um, how my journey went in co-creation with people and light beings. This is beautiful. And I feel that there is a disembodiment on this planet. Many people walking around out there, they're disembodied. That means that their soul energy isn't 100% in their body. For me, with my experience, it's 15 to 20% if that and I feel like they're a bit of walking zombies because of that. They're not aware of the spirit realms. They're not aware that they have a soul. They're not aware that, you know, they're part of God consciousness. And this is a big problem on our planet. So healers like you, healers like me and some of my girlfriends that, you know, do this embodiment work, it's really important right now because I feel like that a lot of people need to be embodied. This is the biggest problem that we have on this planet disembodied people hurt themselves and hurt other people and when you're embodying god consciousness you don't do those things you don't lie you don't steal you don't cheat you don't do terrible things to yourself or others so in your work how have you seen embodiment really help people um i would say that if someone becomes really close to her or himself there is this um love that that takes place so there's this softness and tenderness mm -hmm. and it's very moving to witness people going into that phase um, of love for themselves but also love for life um, because many people don't really love being on earth and they would rather prefer to leave or to ascend very quickly but that doesn't it wasn't it doesn't work that way um so um i would say that there are different phases in uh, embodiment um you know you, i work with a cleansing phases where people release from their cellular memory um all trauma 
mm-hmm. planetary trauma, but also trauma soul related. And then the light slowly comes in. And so as soon as the light comes in, then, uh, you know, these people also have a larger foundation to carry their light. And then, yeah, and then it's, um, they won't hurt themselves so much anymore or other people and it becomes a loving place to be. So I think it's quite important work to do for everyone. And I've seen this too in my work is that when people detox their bodies, give their bodies healthy food, when their bodies start to feel, you know, like a happy place, then the soul comes into the body. I feel that, you know, a lot of people don't want to be here on this planet either because life's a struggle and it's a struggle because their body's unhealthy, their thoughts are unhealthy, their emotions are unhealthy. Everything about them is unhealthy on some level and it's out of balance. So by really just doing that inner work and also doing, you know, the physical work of taking care of your physical body, making sure it's a happy place, then that's when the soul comes in and you start to experience life as something beautiful rather than a struggle or rather than being in a fight in a fight or flight mode, which a lot of people on the planet are. And that that's why this work is super, super important. And, you know, I do feel that the more embodied a person is, the less that they why the more honest they are the more authentic the more they have have that childlike innocence and happiness yes, <laughs> and a divine child that, that imagination and, and it's really beautiful because that imagination is what's going to help us heal the world you know to be like that 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 innocent child that imagines a better world that's one of the highest magics that we have within us and that's how we're going to shift into the new earth and I'm really thankful that you're doing this work because more people need to do it. You know, we have so many therapists out there and therapists, you know, they're amazing, but they need this. People need this level of work of where they know why they're having certain emotions, certain thoughts, why their body's hurting because that part of their body might have something from past lifetimes. It might be holding energy that's dense. It might be holding toxins. So by us going into clearing that out, People can become embodied. I I actually think this is way better than seeing a therapist. Yes, and what, what I it's true. And what I also encounter uh, more and more is that people carry DNA from ancestral lines, and we have been carrying it for so long. And um, at a certain moment, we are here to cleanse all these ancestral lines, so that that the children that are born today, you know, don't have to carry that had that load but on the other hand there is also a choice that people can make and that is to to um to choose to live from their soul and not being in that in that ancestral lineage anymore so it's really also in my work about choosing that you give expression to your soul that you you know, take on the task that you would like to from your soul for the earth as our companion and as our friend. So, so it's, I like it when I arrive at a phase that someone makes a click and says, okay, you know, now I will choose for myself for abundance and for, for joy and bliss. And at a certain, at a certain phase, everyone has the, the ability to do so. And that's, that's, that's new. That's lovely. Yeah. 
Yes. And this is, this is the new earth we're going into is when humanity realizes that they have a soul. They're more than this physical body. And once they get in touch with that energy, which is God's source energy, they have the solution to heal themselves, heal those around them, heal the planet. And for me, this is the greatest discovery that humanity is having right now and will have. It's not the discovery of ETs. It's not the discovery of anything else. It's the discovery of the soul, which is God's source within us. And that's what's going to really shift us and shift our planet. And I really feel that that needs to be the main focus for many people right now because there's so much chaos going on in the world. And the only way to overcome that is to go into our God source self, which is more powerful than all of that, which has the solutions, which has the healing that we need, which has the healing the earth needs. That is going to be the, the greatest thing we can do for ourselves and for those we love and for the planet right now. Yeah, true. That That's also what my book is about. Um, so my book is, is really about cosmic ascension. So we have been, we have been so many times and so many lives deviated. You know, there's mm-hmm. always been a certain level of darkness or anyway, manipulation to not allow us to grow and embody our full light. And so what I wrote is really about just moving towards our light, our light mission, and just embodying them, embodying it and um, embodying our soul and um, and not at all being deviated anymore because, um, because time is moving really quick and it's important that we just move forward and embody the divine essence. I, I think... I think two or three years ago, I was doing a regression. I tend to do also regressions, you know, just on my own because I, I love to see how lives were in Atlantis or Lemuria or any other times. And I saw myself in a scenery. It was very similar. Um, the buildings and and um, the constructions that I saw in the light, it, it was a light. I felt that it was in Lemuria and it was all very golden and shimmery. And I saw myself and many others and we were levitating. So we were levitating and we had this, when I waved or it was not just me, it was many other people. So when we waved, we had this golden essence coming from our hands. And what I feel is that we are on the threshold to, um, evolving back into that state of consciousness yes the golden age yes of the soul which is the golden age is that of the soul because the soul is golden light and this is a very very beautiful thing and i agree with you on that i i feel that this is going to be big the rest of this year next year a lot of people are being pressured and because they're being pressured they're waking up more they're looking and research and it's pressuring them into looking and researching like there's something more than this we need to find out what's happening because obviously everything is chaos and that's pushing them to actually discover themselves more and yeah you know that's it's really beautiful because when i've done work with a lot of clients too on clearing all these blockages, clearing the toxins from the body, then they ascend into that golden light. And then once you ascend into that, into that golden light, that's the highest frequency you could be in. Yeah. Yeah, true. So, you know, with your work, um, what would be the most intense part of it? Cause I, you know, I'm always interested in that. Cause I've had a, you know, I, the most intense for me definitely is 
getting people's bodies to work right. A lot of people are so unhealthy out there and it's like, oh, you guys want to astral project. You want to do all these beautiful, you know, spiritual things, but you can't do it till we get this physical body working. But what is it for you, the most intense part of your work? Um, what do you think people are dealing with the most? Yeah. Um, what, yeah. what I, you know, what I, what I find, I think what, what asks for the, the, the most investment is at start when people are more identifying with a victim role and when they're not taking on their full power or their, their full responsibility or when they don't feel sovereign. So to get to, to move from that phase into a phase of consciousness and awareness of, yes, I'm living this life, it's because I created it and because I have my own responsibility in it. And as soon as we arrive in that phase, then, then things can go really quick. And then, you know, I, bodies release really quickly. And I, for the rest, I just, I just work with my light um, and, and I would say they, they shift and transform automatically working with that light. So that, that goes pretty well. It's, it's just the beginning phase of making the click of the mental click of, no, I am, I am responsible. So I, I choose, you choose, I choose. Mm -hmm. But as soon as they choose, I, I, it, it, it can go really quickly. I completely agree with that. You know, and that's another one. I probably have top three body victimhood and not doing the work those are always the top three um but with victimhood it's really interesting because i feel like our society is set up to tear people down until they actually are in that victimhood sort of state but you can't heal if you stay the victim sure you might be feeling really bad you might be feeling like hey this is too hard but that's when you really need to start doing the sacred work and that's what's going to shift your life and I feel there's only two, two choices there. And that's either to die or stay living in that pit, which is a dark place because you're sad, you're depressed, you're, you're not living life. It's, it's literally living life in hell. And that's not a life to live. And I feel that to get out of there, and I see so many people in that place to get out of there, you really need to take the steps to actually say, hey, listen, this isn't living. This isn't working for me you know, I need to change this. And those small steps to healing your mm -hmm. body, more embodiment, bringing in more light energies, what's going to completely shift your life. So I totally agree with you. Yeah. I think that it's, it's um, once, a, I think that the, the, the phase in which someone makes that shift, it depends from person to person. Um, I would say that for someone going through that phase, it's, I understand it's not easy. You know, it asks for courage. It really asks for a courageous heart. Um, but I see most people really doing it. Um, yes. And that's where, you know, we step in as light workers who have been sent by the divine to this planet to help give that help in hand. Because I under, I understand when people really go down into that pit, you know, or they're depressed, they're sad. It's really hard to get out of there. And that's where I feel like, okay, as much as I'm not into enabling, I teach people to do self-work. I know you do too. 
um, that's where I'm like, okay, I'm okay with giving them my help in hand a bit until they get out of that pit and can stand on their two feet and understand how this divine body works, which is divine technology that holds the soul and how the soul energy works along with the emotions, the aura, the chakra system. Then they just can start navigating through it because I feel like people you know they they come into they're born into these bodies and they have no clue why they're here what they're doing on this planet they have no clue of their past lives they have no clue of who they are they don't know how this divine system works they don't know about their soul energy how it works how their emotions work it's like giving a maserati to a child and they have no instructions on it and they're like whoa we're lost we don't know what to do so that's where the divine set us light workers in to be like oh hey okay remind them of this divine information so they can use that to navigate the 3d world in their lives and, and and remember who they are on a spiritual level and remember that you know they're divine beings and also that they have this energy field that they need to care about these emotions they need to care about that have divine messages so i really really feel that we've been set here for this yeah the, um, i feel that too I mostly feel called by um, working towards this cosmic ascension path, um, which is very, which is a very focused path. You know, there's just one way, and and there are no no sideways anymore. We don't have time to have all these sideways anymore. Um, so it's just about us and feeling that we are divine and feeling that you know we can be just us and we can embody our body it's not dangerous it's actually fun and it can be very That's blissful um yeah and um and i do love to work with all these light beings that are serving the same purpose and i in, in my work i would say that that is a part i enjoy the most because i have my visions <laughs> I have my visions, but when I talk to the light beings that are with me, um, you know, in my courses or in my private sessions, they always come with a, a viewpoint that that allows them to take a quantum leap or to, to go even faster. So um, I feel quite blessed to be able to do this work. I, I'm sure you do, too. Yes, I do. I'm, you know, and one of my favorite parts is just seeing the light beings around me and speaking to them and them coming in and just, you know, they have so much unconditional love. And when I'm working with clients, they come in and they, you know, they show me things. They go to my client. They work on my client. Sometimes my clients see them. So this is a beautiful, beautiful thing. And I think this is a, this is one of the big problems too, is people have so many dense energies in their aura and the light beings were telling me, you know, they need to clear those so that we can start to interact and communicate with them because this creates a wall where we can't connect to them. So by doing this self-work, you realize you're not the only one here on this planet. There's more than just humanity. There's a lot of beings like fairies, gnomes, ancient spirits, tree spirits, ETs. And once you do that work, it's like, wow, it's better than watching a movie because you open yourself up to these real experiences that is what it's way more beautiful and intense than watching any sci-fi movie mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. I, I feel that you that you're that you're much connected to to these worlds of elves and and gnomes i can feel that in your in yes your I heart. Have. <laughs> 
they always bring me gifts elves gnomes fairies fairies always i have a purple fairy with fairy with me right now and mm -hmm. i was telling you earlier yesterday i did camo and i had i was speaking in light language for hours <laughs> It was great and I went outside and the gnomes were there and they were like bringing me little gifts. They always bring me like these little gifts and then they they manifest in the physical world as all these beautiful blessings. So, you know, this is the thing, the spirits, they're, they're divine. And yeah, sure, there's some negative spirits, fallen spirits out there that need to ascend back into the light. But, you know, there's so many good spirits that are willing to help us out and that are there for us, you know that'll bring us abundance, that'll bring us, you know, more energy into our field. Yesterday on my, in my camel ceremony, there was a Kachina and the Kachina was just dancing around me and saying, thank you for helping transmute the dense energies on this planet. And here, I know that, you know, you do a lot of work. It's intense. I'm just going to dance around you and I'm going to help you clear these dense energies and thank you for this. And I love you. And I just had this like unconditional love with this beautiful Kachina that was dancing around me so you know it's really beautiful to clear that and then be able to connect to the spirits because it's like wow we have a star family we have spirit family we have gnomes we have fairies and i don't know how people live their lives you know it must be to me it, it would seem very boring to live my life without interacting with all of these beautiful beings well it certainly is an added value and it brings a lot of bliss that's true yeah. And yes. it gives a lot of meaning too. Yes. So I know you um you said you wrote a book and it's I I'm I'm about to write a book, so I'm super excited about this too. And I know that with this book, you said you've written a lot of things about the ascension, about the divine. Can you tell us a little bit more about it? Um the book actually came to me as an idea when I was in Egypt on my first day there. I was visiting um, the Saqqara necropolis and, um, and, and the shore and uh, I was in the bus and I felt that I, I needed to write a book about um, the codes um, that these temples are giving humanity. And yes. so, so as soon as I started to write, I realized that it was not really about Egypt, although I, I do bring all these temples forward, but it's more about how do we, how do we get cosmic enlightenment? You know, we can, the, in the, the process of enlightenment has, has phases, has several um, phases, you know, you can ascend octaves per octaves very linearly or just multi-dimensionally but this is more about cosmically so it's about the communion with the light being of the cosmos um it's about her womb in which we reside and um about the the map the the chart of this womb and how we need to navigate it how we navigate the cosmos womb um our way up through the axis we also said the axis mundi i i rather saw it as a coral fan because it was said to me that was the most sacred geometry for procreation um so i i you know i trust what they tell me so i wrote that down um so the book is about 
um, that, our cosmos, but also our soul. So I, I, I was shown the place where our soul is constructed. So it's about, uh, they showed me the temples of the Omegas, the three primordial mothers. And when I was brought there, I, you know, there are many sacred sites on earth, but when I was there, it was so majestic. Uh, it was like a huge vase. And I thought to myself in the beginning, why, why this shape? But then um, I discovered that a uterus has, this, has the same shape too. Um, and they showed me how, you know, our prima mater is eternal bliss. And that's the first building block upon which that, you know, we are built. And then, you know, we have the gold of the golden spark and about all the ethereal grids of our seed of life and how it's constructed and also the strings you know what makes us make what makes me make this this sound what makes you make your sound or squirrel or rain or water so they explained everything and they they showed they showed me exactly how creation works and um so it's a bit about metaphysics quantum physics it's a lot about cosmology you know you have egyptian gods too um but they're more I would say, um, in their view, updated in this in the sense that they they too want to, you know, just work for an ascension project of of our cosmos and not just be there for people because people have desires, you know, they're they're not here for that. Um, so through this book, the reader is guided, <clears throat> remembered uh, where we were born, and what trajectory that we did to come in the womb, you know to get to the, the map of our cosmos and a lot of us forgot it that's why we got dismembered or why that's why why we allow ourselves to be deviated um so while i was receiving all this information i i really felt in my body hurt so i, I felt my bones hurting my bones i had to really exercise a lot to get the information in my system mm -hmm. and so i also made an audiobook it, it will be released hopefully next week it takes some time for the publishing company to do so so you know my my hope is that when people will listen to it they they can experience in their own unique way something similar activational that awakens us and that puts us on a straight path yeah that's really interesting what you said about how people are in pieces because that's what the spirits told me is that everyone's osiris they've been cut in pieces and that's why we need to yeah. do the work to bring ourselves back together and when we bring our soul pieces back from you know egypt and by the way egypt was a part in my memory of atlantis there's a couple of different names for this ancient civilization that spanned planets that i've spoken about a lot and it was all about soul embodiment that's why they were so advanced and we've actually devolved everyone thinks we've evolved we've actually devolved because the further we are from our soul um the further we are from god consciousness which which holds massive amounts of wisdom and when we have a lot of God consciousness in our body, God's light, God is light, the light, then, you know, that keeps us, our, our organs functioning because all of our organs and cells work off of energy. The less energy we have, 
the more that we get sick, um, the more we're depressed, sad. It's just because we don't have enough light energy within us. So they told me that, you know, a lot of people here were like Osiris. They were cut into pieces throughout each lifetime. They've lost soul pieces and that it's really important to do soul retrieval work and come back together so you can remember who you are. So this is one of the, um, you know, I feel like one of the biggest things we could do right now is to go back and retrieve that soul energy so that we can be embodied and remember who we truly are. And we've forgotten who we truly are too, because we've lost so much energy in the past. Yeah. Ooh. Are you coming? Sorry about that. So no. we'll just, it, it somehow it, I don't know what my, my system did. Um, so we'll go ahead and we'll continue, we'll continue on and we're just going to go. So do you remember what I just said? So if you just yeah, respond. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I remember what you said. And I do agree with you that um, it is about resurrecting our backbone. You know what Osiris did as well, resurrecting the backbone. Um, my book, I refer to it as our, all our soul extensions. You know, we have our spiral of life on which all our soul extensions are, um, are, yeah, are upon, upon which they reside. And um, they too can come home. You know, it's a homecoming for all our soul extensions, not only our past lives, but, but all the extensions that we have living right now in other verses. In my personal experience, while channeling this book and in, in, in my life, I, I have encountered um, parts of my oversoul too. So the book really, you know, attracts that, you know, the, the being whole again and the remembering of, you know, what, who we are and, and who our other components are of our oversoul as well. So it was it was quite a magical experience to to live it so um, so um, in in my body so so embodied yeah. This is beautiful. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for getting this information out there, and you know, thank you for doing the sacred work because I know <laughs> I know it's intense for us right now. There's so much work to be done on this planet, but you know, we got this because we're God's source. <laughs> Yes, correct. this is yeah, this is what's really, really um, going to always make us be able to shift the planet. And I feel that this year is a big, big year for humanity Two, two, two. It's a sacred number. <laughs> it's the time where humanity starts to understand that they have um, soul energy. So I've been shown about 222 since I was, wow, since 2015. So I've been waiting for this sacred year. And I'm just excited for all of us light workers because I feel that, you know, we, we've been set up in these beautiful places all around the world to help humanity with this awakening. And I'm so grateful that the divine sent me to this earth. And I know that you, you most likely are too. And it's not, I don't think it's been an easy journey for any of us, but it's been a needed journey. That's for sure. And because we're, you know, because we're God's source in the end, like it, even like the, the hardship doesn't really matter because we're eternal and immortal. What do you feel about this? Um, it's true that it has not always been easy, 
but I think that was also necessary for me anyway, because it helped me to trust myself. And it really helped me to sculpt myself in the sense that I needed to trust my guidance. I, I just needed to close my eyes and jump. And I have been in situations that the only thing that I could do was close my eyes and jump and just trust. <laughs> I've been there. I know exactly what you're talking about. So now it's like, okay, I'm willing to do that jump. I know that it always helps me to get to a better place, mm -hmm. a more positive place. And, you know, also that helps to overcome any fear. Cause when you've done it so many times, there's just no fear of anything, you know, new or doing that jump. And I think that a lot of people live in fear. So really doing something different, you know, even for people who aren't awakened, do that jump and get into energy work. And that's so important. And once you do, you're going to be like, wow, this was this was worth it. This is what I needed to heal my life. So yeah, doing that jump is really, really important. So I think most of us light workers, we have been there throughout life and it's create, you're right. It's necessary because it created that depth and it yeah. gave us that wisdom and it gave us the tools, you know, through what we went through, we learned the sacred tools of how to deal with our own stuff. So then we can pass that to others, that knowledge and those tools. Yeah. And so anyone that's sitting in a pit has, has will be needed to do the same thing. So yes. And if other people can do it, so do so do, so do they. So, um, yeah, I, I wondered, I, I don't know how your what your experience is in working with portals, because, um, for instance, tomorrow is solstice and you have all kinds of portals these days. When I was channeling my book, they, they told me that uh, we will arrive and it, it will be it, it will not be very long anymore when the earth will just be one portal and we won't really depend on the openings of of certain gates you know to get information I, I was just wondering how you how you see that and how, how that resonates with you that's you know that's a great point to bring up because i've been closing portals to lower realms and helping souls ascend out of the lower realms and yes they said that there is going to be a big portal that opens up that it covers the entire earth yeah and so one starts to wake up at one time and then they brought me back to the verse in the bible where it says jesus will come in as a thief in the night the night is the dark night of the soul and jesus is the is just three if you add an i in french which means i am and god said that i am that i am so it's about embracing the higher god source energy so that energy is going to flow through people and they're going to wake up because when you have more light god source in your body you wake up to who you truly are and we have a whole bunch of people out there walking around who are zombies or the walking dead their physical bodies are walking around but they don't know who they truly are so they're going through the dark night the soul so yes i saw that one portal would open that would encompass the entire planet yeah that's fascinating um you know the portal that you're talking to the portal that you're talking about and that well that i envision anyway it carries actually as a mirage or as a reflection the night sky so um all the sacred sites on earth and how I perceived it, I don't know how you perceive it, but like all these cogwheels of this major portal. I see this too. Yes, go ahead. And if all these sacred sites, you know, they activate, and we don't really need to be there, you know, we can also activate them uh, by bilocating. 
um, then actually this the whole system opens and and this this gate opens, and that was also um, part of, of of the book as well. And in doing this work with sacred with people as a sacred site as a body as you as you like to work in, in that way, but with temples as well. So yeah, it's it's just about opening all codes and allowing light to come in. And that I also think we're here for that because I've cleared a lot of sacred sites and I have opened them up to energy flowing th more through them. So when I saw that too, and I saw like there's pyramids on um, Mars on the different planets that are aligned with the pyramids on this planet. So there's this ancient energetic system and that's going to light up and it's going to flow energy through it, which is going to help the frequency of the planets lift up. Yes. So that's I'm excited yes i hadn't seen any pyramids of mars but that's fascinating i do know uh, there are many on other planets too look up um sidonia the face on mars and there's pyramids and there's a face on mars okay. so yeah that's i've actually yeah, i actually remember that as being part of what you call atlantis a long time ago mm-hmm Yes, I'm so excited for this. And, you know, thank you for being on my show. And if anybody wants to find out about your book and about you, just let me know where we can find that out at. So my website is enlightenmentcodes.com or sabrinadinito.com. And um, yeah, my sessions are there and my courses will be on there soon too. So i'm excited for you and you know thank you for being on my show thank and thank you for speaking about all these beautiful divine things thank you very much thank you for watching cosmic conversations and go check out this lovely lovely goddess's website thank you